Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. The songwriter, Johnson Oatman, no not one. No friend like him is so high and holy. No not one. No not one. And yet no friend is so meek and lowly. No not one. No not one. Jesus knows all about our troubles. He will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. We continue to build on the undertaker to a marriage. We have decided that this undertaker to a marriage is known as debt. It caused so much conflict in a marriage. Be careful with debt. One of the things I wish to share with you about debt is that debt can be the result of co-signing for a friend. I don't know if you ever got yourself involved in something like that, but that is something that you got to be very careful with. The old people would say, you know, I got born by that. Well, I don't know how many will look at me and say I'm one of the old people, but I know I'm not young. And the truth of the matter is, I got born by that. And you know, getting born by that is my fault because I knew what the Bible said, but I wanted to help a friend. May I say to you, a person who becomes surety for a friend is trapped by the words of his mouth or by the stroke of the pen. I remember having a loan once, I paid it off and asked for my documents to be released. And the then manager of that bank informed me that my documents would not be released until this other loan is paid off. So he asked, what loan? And then he said, there was this loan that you signed for this person. The person skipped the island. They are not on the island. The loan has not been paid and you are responsible to pay the loan and your documents cannot be released until the loan is paid. Hmm. I felt so bad, I went to another bank, took a loan, and paid out that loan. So what I'm telling you this morning is not just something I read from Scripture, this is something I've experienced in life. A person who becomes surety for a friend is trapped or sneered by the words of his mouth. You say, but Pastor, why would you say that? Come with me to Proverbs chapter 6. And I read from verse 1 and verse number 2, and here's what the wise man said. My son, if thou be surety for thy friend, if thou hast stricken thy hand with a stranger, thou art sneered with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Look at Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 24 to 27. The Bible says, Make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man thou shalt not go, lest thou learn his ways and get a sneer to thy soul. Verse 26. Be not thou one of them that strike hands, or of them that are sureties for debts. If thou hast nothing to pay, why should he take away the bed from under thee? These are powerful portions of scripture. The world's method 
there is no mercy. You owe the bank, you got to pay. It's someone else's money. You can go with all the complaints that you could come up with. You still have to pay because it is someone else's money that you borrowed and you said that you would pay it back. Now, to be trapped or snared means no way out. You're trapped. No way out. And that's how it is when you co-sign for a friend. No way out. You have to pay. You are taken by your word. To borrow and have not to pay was a serious thing. A serious matter for Israel if Israel would borrow and Israel would not pay. You say, but pastor, why would you say that? I read in 2 Kings chapter 4, reading from verse 1 down to verse number 7, the Bible says, Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and that the creditors is come to take unto him my two sons to be bond men. And Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy son, and shalt pour out into all these vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more, and the oil stayed. Look at verse number 7. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. Why am I using this portion of scripture? Why? Because in the Old Testament, when you owe a debt, and you cannot pay the debt, your children would be taken away from you in order for the debt to be paid. To borrow is something that is very serious. To borrow and have not to pay was a serious thing, a serious matter for Israel. But notice something else that I'd like to share with you. To borrow from a brother or a sister is permitted in Scripture, but it is permitted without interest. If a brother were to borrow something from you, you cannot charge him interest if you are a child of God. There are promised blessings for lending without charging interest to a brother. What are you saying, Pastor? I said that there are promised blessings to a lender who would lend and not charge a brother usury or interest. Why would you say that? Well, in Psalms 37, verse 25 and verse 26, the Bible says, I've been young, now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed outbearing bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth and his seed is blessed. What are you saying? There are promised blessings for lending without charging usury to a brother. His seed shall be blessed 
Proverbs 37, verse 25 and verse 26. Many of us today are receiving blessings that we had nothing to do with. Our parents had to do with it, and God in return is blessing the children. Many of our children, they are receiving blessings that they had nothing to do with, but you did what God said, and God in return is blessing your children. So his seed shall ever be blessed, and he shall never be moved. Look at Psalms 15 and reading from verse number 5. Verse 5 of Psalms 15. He that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent, he that doeth these things shall never be moved. In other words, if you loan someone a little money and you loan it to them without usury, which means interest, or he said, if you don't take reward against the innocent, you know, sometimes people are charged for things that they are not supposed to be charged for. The Bible said that person who looks out for God and the things of God in that way, guess what will happen? That person shall never be removed. I believe that we have one more devotion in conclusion to this undertaker of a marriage. This undertaker is named Debt. And next morning, we will bring this series to an end. Father, thank you so much. I am only doing the things that you asked me to do. And with that in mind, I pray that you will use these devotions in such a way that people all over will be blessed. And Lord, many will be blessed by getting themselves out of debt or staying out of debt. We love you. We praise you. We thank you. We glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Have a great day in the Lord.